Blog Talk Radio. Life's uncertain journey. Well, hello everyone. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, um, June the 9th. 2020, and I'm a little distracted because I need to post myself to Facebook, and um, it's giving me the wrong page. Why do things happen like this? Just when we getting ready to go on air, Just but um, we know we have an enemy. I'm not fooled. I know that every time especially when we're getting ready to come out with something that I believe is uh, is, uh, very powerful and very true for the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. The enemy gets to messing, and he be wanting to, you know, mess stuff up. But you know what? We are here, and we are going live, and we are going to go ahead on and share what God has put on our heart. Okay. So we Looks are, like we're good. Looks like we're streaming, Nadine. We're streaming? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Indeed. Good evening and welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio Broadcast Live, where we're uh, having real talk about real life, but from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Nadine Davis, and I'm hosting uh, this broadcast from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm so happy that you could join us tonight. And hey, everybody, I'm your co-host, Alicia Locker, and I am hosting or helping (laughs) co-hosting from Wake Forest, North Carolina, by way of D.C. By way of (laughs) D.C. Thanks, Alicia. Uh, For those of you that are visiting us for the first time, this is a live interactive Christian broadcast that is being broadcast all across the U.S. and in several foreign countries. Now, our mission is to engage our listeners in conversations that are centered around the gospel of Jesus Christ, discipleship, spiritual growth, and how to overcome the enemy of our souls. Each week, we meet around topics that are inspired by the Holy Spirit. Some are taken from everyday events as well as topics that will help us develop a strong and deep relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We desire to build up and inspire the hurting and the broken, not to give up. You cannot give up. Um, The evidence. We have the evidence. We have the information that confirms that there is not only hope, but there is help. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to now have prayer. Um, and we're going to have mating husband and my brothers in Christ, John Davis, to open our broadcast in prayer. John, you ready? You there? Go ahead, honey. Okay. Can you hear me, guys? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, well, First of all, I want to tell, say thank you to the Lord and the opportunity to actually share the gospel that's going on tonight and actually recognize that he's here. The word says that two or three come together in his name, and he's in the midst of yep. The word does not say we have to be standing side by side. Get it plain and clear. He said we come together. So we know people in India listening. We know that people in uh, different countries listen and different pieces of the United States yeah. are listening. So we know that there's more than two or three coming together in his name, but we know that he's listening. So, Father in heaven, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity, Father in heaven, to Lord. lift you up. We want to glorify your name, Father in heaven. We want to do obedience to your word to advance your kingdom. We thank you, to Father in heaven, for allowing us, to Father in heaven, to, to do your work. And that, uh, we know that we're chosen to do your work. Everybody's not chosen, yes, but Lord. we know the Father that you're the one that provides this way and the opportunity. And you open doors mm-hmm. no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. But, Father, help, help us, Lord, to be obedient to your word. Let the words that come out of our mouths, Lord, 
are built to build your kingdom up, Lord, not our own. We don't want to talk about pet peeves, but we want to encourage one another mm-hmm. according to your word. We want to pray in according to yeah. what you say, not our will, but your will, Lord. And Father, we thank you so much for our sisters, Lord, that's thank bold you, enough Lord. to, Father, stand in the gap. We uh, ask that one man would come up and, uh, you know, step up to the plate. But we know how that goes. You have to go to a woman first to get us to get off our feet when you came out the grave. So we know that, Father, you called her for many good works, dear Father Heaven, and you know respect her person. So Amen. we just thank you, dear Father Heaven, for our sisters, Lord. We thank you for our, uh, our brothers, Lord, who cover them. And we ask, dear Father Heaven, that we, Father, stand in the gap, dear Father Heaven, become men of valor who you called us to be. And we thank you, dear Father Heaven, for what you're doing. And you, you're in charge of everything. You are in charge. We're not rushing to rush you or anything, but we know that you're in charge, and we thank you, the Father of Heaven. I also, while I'm here, want to uh, invite everybody to join me on Wednesday night for uh, New Beginnings. Mm-hmm. And New Beginnings is um, it's, it's the it's the Bible. We're going through the book of Genesis. And what we're doing is applying to then to what's happening then to now. Because we're written in the Bible, whether people believe it or not. And the Old Testament is an example, just a, a, a preview of what's going to happen. And we're in that what's going to happen. The plagues and stuff to talk about in the old times. You're in, in the plagues now. Excuse me? <laughs> we're in the happening now. Yeah, we're just happening right now. Exactly right. And, and for those who don't know it, this is your new beginning that you understand that we're living out the scriptures. We're living it out. And then, uh, when you talk about life's a certain journey, we don't know what's going to happen the next day. So the hand in hand, how they work together, the Lord has allowed us to open the door to, to share this gospel with you guys and stuff. And tomorrow is the, uh, is the book of Revelations, and the Lord says nobody knows what's happening tomorrow. There's enough of troubles today. And so we just ask everybody to join us like you're joining tonight. At 7 o'clock tomorrow night, you can join us at New Beginnings, my co-partner, my brother in, uh, in the spirit, uh, co- uh, just like Alicia's, uh, my sister, Nadine, my wife. I have my brother Booker with me. And the number to call in on is 657-383-1624 if you'd like to join us and uh, join the conversation. And I, I say to you this, if you don't know, you will know, and it will be your new beginning. So thank you very much, and to God be the glory. And sisters, have your way. Uh, thank you, darling. And uh, I think I think he forgot to tell you all what time he's on Wednesdays at seven o'clock p.m. Yep. Thank you, babe. And in case you didn't hear, that number is six five seven three eight three sixteen twenty four one six two four. Thanks, sis. Um. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give some broadcast instructions for tonight's conversation But before I do, I'd like to announce that if there's anyone That would like to register for one-on-one discipleship Please email us at lifeuncertainjourney at gmail.com That's life with an S, uncertainjourney at gmail.com We're taking discipleship training requests uh, beginning today so we would like to wish you a very happy birthday to our, one of our regular listeners, uh, Rebecca. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy Pimple birthday, Day. Rebecca. Yanker. And um, if she's on the broadcast tonight or not, we love you, Rebecca. We appreciate you and the down-to-earth questions and comments you provide to help our conversation uh, be so meaningful. So happy birthday, Rebecca. <laughs> and if you have a birthday upcoming in this June, give us an email so we can give you a shout-out, too. We'd love to give you a shout-out. Yep, so, sure. you know, just send us an email with your birthday, and we'll be sure and acknowledge it. Uh, finally, if you have a prayer request or any questions, you can also email us at Life on a Certain Journey at gmail.com, and we'll respond to those as well. And mm-hmm. so um, as we open our mic and begin our conversation, I just would like to remind you to put your phone on mute, hit star six, or, um, you know, just hit the mute button if you have it, and this will just help us have a clear, in a uninterrupted conversation uh, from free from background noise. Mm-hmm. Amen. And also, just before we get started, I always like to just thank those of you who are 
have been so faithful to join us each and every week. We really do appreciate you. I'm looking over here at the uh, dashboard and seeing all the callers that are on the uh, broadcast tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I just wanted to also um, ask you, if you haven't done so already, to please go over and visit our website, Life's Uncertain Journey. Dot .org uh because from there you can subscribe to our weekly broadcast and what they'll do is they'll send you a notification or a reminder each time that we go on the air. Uh you can also uh learn more about uh, my ministry, uh the women who overcome. And uh we will we're constantly getting prepared for our, our conference coming up in October, Lord willing. Uh and uh we'd like to keep you apprised of all that good information. Uh, and you can also order my book on the website. My, the, the title of my book is Life's Uncertain Journey, the same as the broadcast, One Woman's Battle for Her Sanity, Her Marriage, and Her Family. It's also available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble if you all have any interest. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, generally, I like to try to give a recap of uh, what we did last week Um but uh, I've, I've got a lot of things that I want to share with you tonight, so I'm going to, uh, if you don't mind, just skip over that part, uh, primarily because of the nature of the information that I wanted to share, and I got a lot of it, and I don't have a whole bunch of time. Mm-hmm. So um, we have um, a wonderful relationship that's going on here between Alicia and I. We've known each other for I don't know how many years. It's been a long time, but yep. Uh, but I can say that God has kept us united, and here he has us coming full circle and serving the kingdom together. And it is um, every time, you know, I consider uh, what God has done, not only in my life, but especially in, in Alicia's life, I get goosebumps because I've been able to watch uh, God transform her life. And it just, you know, you know what a, mom, a proud mama feels like when she sees one of her babies, uh, um, you know, acting oh, like they're grown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I, I love you so much, Lisha, and I do want to thank you so much for um, being here with me and helping me to do this. Um, it makes it so much easier for me. Um, our conversation um, began some time ago. Um, it was the bride must make herself ready. Or are you ready? And last week I shared um, that um, I had a waking vision. At least that's what I call it because I don't know what else to call it. And by that I mean that I was awake. Uh, You know, I had just woken up from sleeping, but I hadn't opened my eyes yet. And before I did open my eyes, I was watching a movie on my eyelids. And so or what seemed like a movie of things that were happening. And so um, it took a lot for me to uh, ex- to share that experience last week because um, I know that most people aren't ready for that kind of stuff, you know, or they're not even used to it. And so sometimes, you you know, people wind up thinking that, you know, you, you may be losing it, you know, with some of the things that we share, but. I assure you that um, throughout my uh, my walk with Christ, as a matter of fact, um, that's how our relationship, be, you know, be- began. I mean, my, my his way of communicating to me was primarily through dreams and visions, and so that's that's how um, I got used to uh, getting uh, information and revelation from the Lord. So it's not unusual for me, but for me to say that to people. Um, and Alicia will tell you, I had some apprehensions about sharing that. Uh-huh, um, I did. usually only share things like that with uh, people who are quite mature in the faith and and can stomach some of some of the information that I share. But I'm convinced today that God provided me the confirmation that I did the right thing in sharing it last week. Um, you know, there are a lot of people that have read the the book of Joel and they. They don't quite understand it, or maybe they don't even believe it. But, you know, it's prophesied that what what I was experiencing, what I'm going to share with you that I uh, learned from another individual that we were experiencing is written right there. 
Joel says, you know, in the last days, God says, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Mm-hmm. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy, old men going to dream dreams, young men going to see visions and your handmaids. All those, in those days, I'm going to pour my spirit out. And so that, I believe, is what is happening uh, and what it has been happening all along. Uh, but, but this has a different flavor to it for me. It seems like it's it's more intense in, um, you know, a real right now kind of a, a information that is pertinent. So um, it takes on a whole different um, reality for me. But God did say that this day would come. So week um, I also mentioned that uh, the vision that I had that I shared last week was the second of a similar vision that I had experienced back when COVID-19 was putting us on lockdown. And uh, anyway, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to share this new development um, that really served to strengthen me and to confirm for me that I did write to share that vision last week. And so um, the Lord helped to confirm through this another person, through his dream, not only what was shown to me, but that the get ready message that we've been talking about for the last, what, four or five weeks mm-hmm. is on point that God is truly speaking to his church. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep saying that and reminding you all of this because, you know, in many ways we're getting distracted by a lot of the things that are going on around and we're missing the whole point of the warning. So um, so this is all are very exciting to me. Both both of the visions um, that, that I had were, were really eye-openers for me. Um, and, and it was more like a call to action, okay? I simply, uh, it simply revealed that uh, God was truly speaking to his church to get herself ready to meet her soon coming king. Then um, as, as if COVID-19 wasn't loud enough of a warning, international unrest broke out all across the world over uh, George Floyd's George Floyd's uh, brutal death. Mm-hmm. You know, and and another warning of worldwide proportions. This wasn't these neither of these events happening in some little off the corner way place that we don't know about. Right. It was heard all around the world. But uh, before I share with you uh, this latest development, I want to open the mics because. I want to ask a question of you, any of you who are willing to uh, uh, share with us tonight. Uh, I, I always encourage you to, to know that uh, me nor Alicia, we're not the answer people. We are very uh, blessed and honored that um, God would um, use us in this manner and allow us to proclaim his gospel to, to those who would listen. But at the same token, we know that just like I told you a few minutes ago, God has poured his spirit out on all flesh. So we don't we want to encourage you to share. If God has given you a revelation, if he's given you a vision, you know, if there's something on your heart that you want to share, by all means please do that because um it may be something that God has given you that's for somebody that's listening on the phone call. So um this is an interactive, live interactive broadcast and so um I kinda like that that feel that we can talk back and forth. Um, I just had to um, turn someone's mic off. There's some background noise that I'm hearing. And so uh, if I do hear any background noise, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to turn your mic off um, simply because it disrupts uh, our ability to hear what's going on. I just want to add to Nadine's reminder that it's interactive. Um, I always like to say that um, there's no wrong wrong right you know mm-hmm. don't hold back don't it, you know Nadine and I talk and I'm I, I, she'll tell you I'll be like why I don't understand <laughs> what how what you know and so just feel free as you feel bad to say what's on your heart and let's talk about it 
because, mm-hmm. like she said, we learn from each other, and God uses all of us. Yes, and so we never know when it's really, you know, such a, for such a time as this that you speak up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So um, what I wanted to do, um, I had a question, and uh, so I'm going to ask the question, and, and it's basically this. Um, how many of you that are listening to the broadcast tonight really believe that God is speaking through these worldwide events that have been taking place? And are you willing to talk about it? Anyone? Okay. This is your turn, y'all. Yep. I know some people got questions. There's so much going on. Um, I just really want to encourage you mm-hmm. to, to, you know, feel free to ask a question or even a comment. Not there's no right. wrong or, you know, right answer. We just right. want to talk about it because that's how we grow. That's how, you know, the Holy Spirit can help us to interact with one another mm-hmm. if we say what's on our heart, if, it, if you know, if we have a burning question or we're troubled. This is the time. This is God has orchestrated this for us to be able to um, hear him and get clarification on what he's trying to say to us. Excellent. Thank you, Alicia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, uh, please feel free to share. I mean, there's no right and wrong answers. I'm just asking a simple question. You know, am I talking something that is familiar to you? Do, do you also believe that these things that you're seeing happening are, are God speaking to, to uh, speaking to us? Well, I, I will say this. I believe it. Amen. Okay. I believe it, and it caused me to have to go and look in his word to say, what is he saying? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. And even our um, conversations over the past five weeks or so, are you ready? You know, help me to understand what it means to, to make myself ready. Right. And you know, it's no hocus pocus. There's no, you know, uh, you got to be perfect. Any of that. Right. You just got to tune your ear to His Word by reading it, hiding it in your heart, doing what we're doing now, talking about it, and being making yourself available to what the Holy Spirit is prompting you through the Holy Spirit to do. Whether it's you know something small like talk to someone that says something and you it, it, it pinches your ear a certain way but right. you uh, uh you know you, you hesitate like Nadine in her dream you know she she saw that and she hesitated like I don't want to do this because I don't know what the fallout or not necessarily right. fallout how people have to be received so you you hesitate and hold back but we know she was bold to say Lord I'm going to obey you and so that may it may be simple as that, you know, right. or as serious as that, however that feels to you. Right. And I just realized that I, I think I had my mic turned down, so maybe somebody did have something to say and I couldn't hear him talking. Uh, if, if anybody wanted to share, please do so now. I've just turned the mics up. Anyone? Okay. Hey, good evening, Nadine. Good evening. Good evening, and, and Alicia, good evening. This is Cheryl. Um, now, I have not, <laughs> you know, I love, I love the Tuesday night calls. It gives me the opportunity to, co- to connect with you ladies um, <clears throat> and share Amen. about God working in my life. But I did want to, Praise I God. had an observation, an observation during this time um, where people have had to stay home, uh, but I said, okay, mm-hmm. what's, there's something good about this. And what was, is good, and perhaps it's God saying, I'm giving you time to go and sit and rest and, and reprioritize what's most important. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's given, um, you know, our earth, nature, a rest. So um, to sit down and rest and reflect on him. And mm-hmm. um, even with the George Ford um, unfortunate, ugly act that was that was seen before everyone's eyes. Who was sitting at home? Who didn't have? Who wasn't preoccupied with other things, but had the time to sit right. and witness the injustice against pe- black people? Um, I think that 
also stirred in people's hearts. Conversations are starting. So God meant us uh-huh. for relationship, and I think yep. this time fostered um, the the need for us to get back to relating with one another and, and relating with him. Yes. Um, and that brings out the yes. best in us when we are rela- all in, in good relationship, and, and, and God is in the center of that relationship. So um, that's, that's how I have uh, chosen to, to see God in this. And, and, um, and we have that opportunity. We can either squander this time and not yep. focus on his word, or we can do it. He's, he's given this time to prepare, to slow down, study his word, to prepare yes. ourselves coming. So yes, yes. That, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Well, honey, that was a mouthful, and thank you so very much. Thank because, you. Because that is so true. I mean, there's always a rhyme and a reason to what God does. He's not just happen, you know, haphazardly doing things, but he's always working. The scripture says, Jesus said, my father is always working. So what we are watching taking place uh, before us at this hour, um, you know, I believe is paramount for us to listen and pay attention. Just like you said, you know, a, a time for us to, to to learn how to relate because everybody's into their their cell phones and their web pages and stuff like that. You know, we don't even sit down at the table anymore and eat food. You know what I'm saying? We're over here or over there or whatever it is like that. But so, Nadine, I have some responses through Facebook Live that I'll share. Oh, you do? Yeah, they actually they could they uh, respond through this, and I say yes, I'll relay. Okay. So Connie says yes, God is definitely speaking loudly to us. Amen. And um, Ang says this is a time for self evaluation. It has to Ooh. start with the church first. Amen. And that's what God's word says. It's my people. That's, that's right. What it is, and that's the church. And then she also says, don't be distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is so true because that was going to be my next question. My next question was going to be, who do you think God's speaking to? Mm-hmm. And Melissa also says we're getting distracted by our emotions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Emotions have uh, a huge role to play in, in helping to distract us from the, the main thing if we're not careful. Careful. Um, I forgot who you said it was that was saying that God is speaking first and foremost to the church, mm-hmm. um, his people, okay. you know, and because uh, really the world is not listening for God's voice. They can't even decipher God's voice. Um, yeah. it, but the, the people of God should have, the kind of relationship with God where we know his voice. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So yeah. when I speak, they listen. So, uh, but the whole point of this, uh, being able to uh, grasp whether or not we're getting it, is because God is warning us. And these warnings are not necessarily warnings for the world. We may think, well, the world is wicked, you know, they've got sinful things going on, all they do day and night is, you know, terrible things or whatever it is we may think about them, that some of us was out there too one day at one time in life. But the point of it is, is that these warnings are first and foremost uh, God is sending to his people. Mm-hmm. So um, do any of you remember the conversation that we had when the shut-in or the in place order was given uh, we began uh, these conversations about God speaking loudly and clearly to us we were warned that during the shut-in period uh, we were being given an opportunity like Cheryl said an opportunity to have uninterrupted time with God <laughs> and our family because mm-hmm. you couldn't go nowhere you know and we heard you know horror stories about you know parents not used to being around their kids that amount of time and homeschooling and, and you know, husbands and wives, you know, they see each other in the morning and they'll see each other t- tonight, but they have to spend all day to day, all day together. Every working moment. Yeah. And it may, it caused us to see some things about what we had turned into. And I believe that was 
specifically what God wanted us to see. So um, I shared the story of Israel and how God shut them in as he sent the death angel to destroy all of the firstborn males in Egypt. I shared that God had Moses to give instructions to the children of Israel before they went into the shutting. One of the things he told them to do, remove all the leaven from your house. Don't eat any leaven, and by all means, if some's in your house, throw it out. Mm-hmm. Does anyone know what yeast or leaven represents in the word? Anyone? Okay. Man. Go ahead. That's right. Who said it? I heard somebody say it. Sin. Sin. Leaven represents sin. So when Moses was telling the the Israelite children that uh, they needed to get ready for what God was about to do, basically instructing them, you know, he told them that you're going to have to deal with the leaven. And leaven represents sin. So during our time, of being shut in, as God began to reveal some of the ways and, you know, practices and things that we were doing, and he revealed the sin to us, we had a chance to repent. You see, we had a chance to not only see whatever it is that was in our heart that wasn't aligned with God's will and deal with it. He also told them to kill an unblemished lamb. Okay, and this lamb had a purpose because he wanted them to take the blood of the lamb and put it on their their doorpost and the lintel. And we all know what the blood represents. Mm -hmm. The blood of the lamb represents the blood of Jesus Christ applied to our lives. The doors and the entryways to our homes the doors and the entryways to our minds, to our lives, needs to be covered with the blood of Jesus. And then he told them, you got to roast the lamb and eat it. Okay, he said, you don't boil it. He told them specifically that you have to roast the lamb and you got to eat all of it. And that to me is typifies the, the, the body of Christ Not to the point of the communion Part of the body But the Bible says that uh, The word Became flesh And dwelt among us And remember he told uh, The people in Israel Eat my flesh and drink my blood and They mm-hmm. went cuckoo They said you know he done lost his mind Right. You see it was a time for us to get in God's word and really digest it. We had the time to do that. Did we do that? And then he told them, I want you to have, I want you to be fully dressed, put your shoes on, and get ready. Get ready to go. And where were they going? To the land that God had promised them. And like them, we are getting ready. We're getting ready to go to that wonderful place that God has prepared for us. He's going to send his son to get us. But if you're not ready, you're not going. So all over the news, what was happening was being labeled as unprecedented. You know, you know these are unprecedented times as if, you know, nothing like this has ever been seen in, before in time. But the only thing similar that I found was this instance when God shut Israel in. All of their worship and rituals and all the things that they were doing came to a halt. And it was anything that they had to do related to in the house. They had to explain it to their children. You see, they couldn't leave until they received the word to do so. So they were stuck in the house until they got the word that said, let's get ready to go. So the Lord went on to reveal 
that on the day that Israel did leave, they didn't leave the same way that they were before they got shut in. They left richer because he told them to go and get all the money from your neighbors. They had miracle shoes and clothes that didn't wear out. <laughs> you know, the time they was in the desert. You read that in Deuteronomy 29. Right. No one got sick. They had supernatural provision provided to them by God. You see. And he told them that they will never see Egypt again. But he also told them that they may be going out, but you're going to be seeing some detestable things. You're going to find out that there's some things going on in these other nations that I don't want you to get involved with. Okay? And he warned them. Because I don't want you... These nations don't know me. And he said, make sure that there is no man or woman whose heart gets turned away from me, from the Lord, and start worshiping these things that these nations are doing. And he warned them that if you do that, you're going to get cut off. You hear what I'm saying? So the the point that I'm making is is that there, there is a correlation here between what we're seeing happening with Israel because they're getting ready to go into the promised land that God had promised them, and he's giving them instructions on how they are to conduct themselves, what they need to do while they're, they're in Cheyenne, and so forth and so on. So he promised that things were not going to go back to, to usual for them. They were not going to be slaves working in, you know, day and night for somebody else. All that was going to change. Everything was about to change. And I remember uh, sharing uh, God's warning to us that after this COVID shut-in was over, that we are not to go back to things as usual. That's right. We can't do it. He's already showed us that we, didn't, we don't have to. We survived being shut-in. We survived not being able to go to the store. We survived. You see? But during that time period, if we were doing what God was desiring us to do, we should have learned a thing or two. Hmm. It was during that time of shut-in that uh, we were to deal with the leaven in our house. We had to get rid of it. We were to eat the roasted lamb, which represents the word of God. The lamb, the word that the, the Bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. We were to put our traveling clothes on and get ready to go. We are yet encouraging you to get ready. And I'm sorry to have to say it, but we, like Israel, we just don't get it. We don't get it. I mean, the minute that things opened up and, I mean, it was, you know, everybody was trying to do everything they was doing before. And, you know, I I just, you know, anyway. But the point of it is, is that we need to be careful. We, we never seem to take God serious. We think that he's just going to wink at our disobedience and move on. Well, know this. He didn't just wink at Israel, and he's not going to just wink at us. Of the more than 1,000, you heard me say this before, of the more than 600,000 people that God wanted to take into the land of, that he promised them, only two got there. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but that makes me shudder. It's and when scary. When say, put on your, um, yeah. your uh, clothing and get ready to go, your traveling clothes, what is what are traveling clothes, you know? Are, are you – and two things that stood out already for me is putting on my traveling clothes, getting ready to go, and um, that only two got in. And what am I doing different? What am I doing different? Right. So do you ask yourself that? What are we doing different? Are we back to business? I'm not. Are you back? And I'm not perfect. I'm not old, not me. I got you. you. I got you. But one thing, when this started, I started a Zoom prayer group with my family. And um, every day at 12 noon, we would come together. We would read scripture. We would pray. We could, you know, put a prayer request out. And so what that did, that brought together my mother, who's the matriarch of the family, said, yeah. I haven't seen y'all this much. <laughs> so 
you know, if Praise one God. family gathered us through prayer, uh-huh. and as we were going, we looked at each other, and because our scripture is Second Chronicles seven thirteen through fifteen, mm-hmm. and we looked at each other, and we said, you know, when this is all over, we need to keep this going. Amen. We need to leave that prayer in place. Amen. And come together daily and yes. pray to God. That's one of the things I'm doing different. So, y'all, it could be as simple as something like that. It could be picking up your Bible and reading it, you know, once a day. It could be praying uh, at night before you go to bed. It could be just acknowledging God in your everyday life like you didn't before and making him a real part yeah. of your life, y'all. That's what getting ready means. That's what... Um, um, doing something different and not business as usual. You That's invite right. him and keep him in your life. That's right. That's right, Alicia. And, you know, I really am um, glad that you mentioned that because, um, you know, we saw a myriad of people praying. I mean, they were dedicated right. to to coming together and pray every day because people were concerned. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what was going on. But the minute the gate was open, that diminished. It just went away. And so that's what I mean is that we don't take God seriously. You know, we just want the relief. You know, just take this thing away, you know, and before you know it, we are back to being so busy we don't have time for each other or the word, not interacting with our families, not, not sharing the word with our children. And we're going right back into the same old mode. Not living a godly life. No. You know? No. And it's because a lot of times I think we miss what God a godly life is. And we think it's fiber and stone is more of what not to do as opposed to the love of God mm-hmm. and, the, and the shelter and comfort that we can and the rest right. and the peace that we can have in God. We, you know, it's more of what we hear is what we can't do as opposed to who God is and how he loves us and what right. we, you know, who we are and what we're made to be, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And so that that, that gets kind of muddy and, you know, it's like I want to, some people even want to have fun now or let me get myself straight before I come to God or let me go, right. you know, I'm, I'm going to smoke this last cigarette and then I'm going to quit and I'm going to live godly. <laughs> Or, you know, drink this last drink or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they 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 miss the true message of who God is and what he how right. much he loves us and how much he right. wants for us. That's right. Not just like you used to say, Nadine, I've heard you say, He ain't got a club in his hand waiting to pop you right. upside the head. Right. That's not who God is. That's not who he but is. he will allow you. He gave us free will, y'all. Mhm. And he will allow some things because he knows us better than we know ourselves. That's right. That's he knows what it's right. going to take to get you to come to him. Mm-hmm. He already knows. And so sometimes he may send is that, that, that scripture, I might send pestilence or a plague or sickness yes. to get your attention yes. to, 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 until you turn Where's from you your up? way mm-hmm. and come to me. But if you do, I will heal your land. Yes. Humble yourself, he said. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to book up against God. You, we are no match for God. None. And we can't play with him. I mean, it's too late in the day to consider trying right. to play with God. I don't care what nobody says. It's just too close. I, and I know for me, you know, and, and I'm not saying that, I have, that, I, uh, that I've never feared God or whatever it is like that, but the point of it is, you know, because he's just, you know, Speaking so voluminously, I know that he's seriously trying to get our attention because he doesn't want us to to to, to be cut off. You know, like just like he warned Israel. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna come into all these other nations and they're gonna be doing some stuff that I never told you to do. I don't want you doing what they do. Those are not my people. You're my people, and that's what happened to us. That's what happened to the church. We had become so familiar with the world that. The world don't even mind coming into our church, but they mess. There's no, there's no holiness about oh. us anymore. There, there's no, no pursuit of righteousness. Everything goes, you know. We'll tolerate anything, you know. No, everybody's afraid to tell somebody the truth, not realizing 
you snatch their souls out of the fire if you're telling the truth. Because I'm telling you, Satan don't play. He is very vicious. The Bible says he takes people against their will. Come on now. Against their will. Whereas God says, choose you to say. What you want to do? He gives you a choice. That's the difference. And believe me, when we have been got, when we have got in Satan's clutches, it is hard to get out. I'm sorry. The scripture says, he said, don't be tangled again. Okay? It's for freedom that Christ made you free. But listen, don't get tangled again. So that means that what? We can go back. We have gone back. Just that quick. You see? But God is, is, I'm just so glad that he's a merciful father. Because, beloved, let me tell you something. If he lets you wake up to see another day, he's allowing you to get another chance to get it right. Thank you, Lord. And we got to get it right. God is warning the church. And we're, we're hooking up, believe it or not, with temporal world issues. I mean, temporal because the Bible says everything's going to pass away. Heaven and earth. Kingdoms and kings and rulers and money and all that. It's all going to pass away. Temple things that are, that, that, that are going to be destroyed. Jesus said, when you see the signs that I told you about, remember we read this in Luke 21. How are we going to know when it's, you know, getting close to the time that you're going to return? He said, well, this, you're going to see this, 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 this. He says, but what I want you to know is this. When you see this happening, know this, because I'm telling you, this is the opportunity for you to tell the world about me. He's talking to his disciples. He's talking to those who follow him. You don't go off and get all caught up into world things, things that are going to pass away. What I want you to do is tell the world about me so we can get as many people into the ark of safety as we can. We are to let that be our cause. Let that be our aim and our passion. We're being distracted and sidelined away from the purpose that God put us here and the calling that he put on our lives. Claim my gospel, make disciples, and teach them what I taught you. Amen. That ain't happening. And I, and I, and I would challenge you. How many souls have you led to Christ? Mm. You know, in the last, what, this is six months to six months? How many have you pursued with the gospel? How many of them are you actually discipling right now? And I'm not asking these questions to show you up, but to shake you up. Because, beloved, I'm telling you, when Jesus comes back, he says, this is what I want to find you doing. Okay? That's what I want to find you doing. And what what I heard when you made those two charges, Nadine, is how many are you discipling and um, shaking up as opposed to, you know, uh, insulting lack of a better word. That's not to say, y'all, that, you know, you might you might think, I don't know enough to disciple anybody. You share what you know. <laughs> Tell share what you know. That's right. right where you are, you know, when you say, Lord, I, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and you rose the third day and, you know, and I believe you might say, share what you know. Okay, and then go and learn some more. That's so you right. Share some more. So that's what it's about. It's about not getting comfortable where we are. Yes. You know, and staying in that place. We should yes. be ever growing and ever yearning and ever reaching for our Savior because yes. we ain't never gonna have it all together here. We always gotta remain humble and open mind. Mm-hmm. So that the Holy Spirit can prompt us and he'll give you an opportunity if you get all he wants, send me, I'll go. Send, send me, you. I'll go. That's, that's it. That's, that's the attitude right there. That's the attitude. Uh, and, and so you know that if he sends you, he's going to equip and prepare you. Yes. So all you got to do is check in. Check in and say, mm-hmm. Lord, I know that's wrong over there and I want to say something. Give me the words to say. 
Sometimes I'm prompted to have a conversation. I am one that I don't run from confrontation, and everybody that knows me knows. And but you know you gotta balance that thing, you know. And so you gotta make sure it's not just your pet peeve, but you're in tune with the Holy Spirit. So what I have to do is say, Lord, if you would have me to say this, provide the opportunity. That's right. Let me know what you want me to say. Set it up, God, and I'll walk through it. And I've actually had to walk in that this week with some hard stuff to say. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it ain't about God. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's about something you see that, you know, is a wrong, you know, like, um, a behavior or something that a behavior, that, a behavior, and you're like that, and they may not even recognize me. Like, right. should I say something? Molly says, "Send me, shoot, I'll go." <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you'll go. What you know. That's right. Um, but sometimes it's a behavior that you know is not right. It can be in the workplace or something, and you want to gently move them to what's what's you know, the right thing to do without, we're so scared we are going to offend or they ain't going to like us or we're going to be blackballed. Or, even this whole thing with this um, Black Lives Matter and this um, George Floyd stuff and the police brutality and the, the other three officers that have now been arrested for uh, uh, aiding and abetting, um, that was an opportunity. If you it, Just think about it. If you were there. Can you stand up for righteousness, whether you're a police officer or just somewhere else, and you know that they're going against the rules or or the right thing to do? Can you stand up? If they could only have stood up and said, let him go, get off of him, that's not right, we're hurt enough, something, then he may be alive today. Mm -hmm. So it's about having the gumption and being uh, uh, sensitive to the Holy Spirit, if we go right. back to the, the spiritual thing, you know, that, that catchy saying used to be, what will, Je- what will Jesus do? Well, what, what, what do you do? What are you telling you to do? <laughs> that's right. You know? And see, that's all, you know, we have, uh, as we are born-again Christians, we should have a propensity for righteousness. I mean, we may not do the thing right every time, but we should have, you know, our nature has been uh, altered. Uh, when you give your life to God, he gives you a new you. Okay, because the old you ain't going to work, not in God's kingdom. So he begins this process of transformation. He begins to equip and enable you. That's right. Because you, you, right. Can't, you can't do this in your flesh. And so if, you got, if, you, if, you, if you're not careful and you're trying to be like, uh, like the seven sons of Sceva, Okay, they heard about Jesus. They saw Jesus casting out demons and all this kind of stuff, but they didn't follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so when they found this man that had demons, they go over and say, "Well, in the name of the, the in the name of the God that that Paul preached, come out, of yeah, you know, <laughs> come out of them, you know." <laughs> and they got what? they like beat out of them, you know. This is no game. This is not a game. We are in the middle of a vicious spiritual warfare, and there are two sides. There is no demilitarized zone. There is no area where war ain't going on, okay? You either are in the law, on, on, the, on the Lord's team on his, in his army or you're in Satan's army. You're either fighting for righteousness or you're fighting for yourself in this, in, in this world. And so God is trying to tell us, listen, you need to draw the line. You need to draw the line. You need to allow me to do this work. When I had you on lockdown, I showed you the things that were going on in your heart, and you know it. Did you deal with it? Did you bring it to me? Have you repented of it? Are you still following in those ways? Well, let's check that. You know, you need some strength. You need some help. Call on me. I'll help you. But if you're continuing in the same old vein, that you were before knowing that God has called you to something different, you could get yourself into trouble. But God promises, look, every promise in God's word to us is yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Amen. Okay? (laughs) So so I'm I'm, I'm convinced um, that what we are are witnessing from the COVID to the, the worldwide unrest, to the plague of locusts, 
that are eating up Africa, you know, by 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 the by the mile. I mean, mm-hmm. all of these things. And when, when I yes, and when I hear a, a, a secular news establishment acknowledge that the things that are happening are of biblical proportions, mm-hmm. this isn't even a church saying this. This is mm-hmm. CNN. They are wise enough to know something's up. And so we who are followers of Christ, we've got to get in in sync with what the Holy Spirit is doing. He said, put your clothes on. Put on the armor that God gave you, that supernatural armor that he gave you. The full armor of God. That's right. Israel had natural clothes, shoes that wouldn't wear out and clothes that wouldn't wear out. We've got spiritual clothes, swords and and shields. He gave us everything we need. We don't even have an excuse. He got us covered, y'all. We don't even have an excuse. No excuse. And when you say when secular news um, uh, stations acknowledge that this is parallel to what was predicted or written in the Bible, Mm -hmm. what else did the Bible say? Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. And it's starting. It's starting. Stay woke, recognize what's happening, and get in line with what the move of God is. Amen. That's what we have to do. Amen. And, you know, my constant prayer for myself, because I know that, you know, I haven't fully arrived, but I'm praying to God every day, every morning. Lord, please don't let me give in to my flesh. Don't have me running after carnal, worldly stuff mm. when there are lives that are, uh, uh, need to be snatched out of the fire. That I want to be focused on heavenly things. You understand what I'm saying? Because people, I mean, you would be you would be surprised the number of people that are dealing with demonic forces that are too strong. They they don't know how to deal with them. Okay, but God gave us authority over demonic, and we won't even help them because we're so wound up with worldly stuff. You know how we feel and all that other kind of stuff, and people yeah. are dying on our watch. Because we ain't paying no attention. But anyway, I pray in God, I ask God to please help me that I not get swayed by emotions don't get, because as women, we get emotional. You know, and unfortunately, we respond to our emotions. You know, even though it's wrong, we, you know, our emotions will carry us into something that we don't need to be dealing with. And so I pray God, please protect me, help, you know, help me to beat my flesh down and make it obey you. Make my flesh obey you, Lord. So that I won't won't be, you know, trying to get other folks into the kingdom, and I myself become a castaway. But mm. I'm um, before I get too far. Oh my goodness, two yeah, minutes. It's two minutes, and I didn't even get to share my. Oh, that's okay. We'll it's okay. It we'll, we'll pick it up next week. But I really wanted to share with share with you all just this uh, these uh, this this other young man. He's from Sweden who also has uh, been given a dream from God. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait. I'm going to share that with you next week. If you are free and you can join us, please feel free to do so. Uh, I'll be able to, uh, you know, just bring that up. You're going to be amazed at what, 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 what he's saying. Uh, he's, he got kicked out of his own country for healing the sick, casting out demons, and baptizing people. And he, mm, came, to the United States. he came to the United States to warn us that we're next. So if you think that you're at ease in Zion, believe me, God is shaking up some things, and you're going to have to make a decision who you're going to serve. So, Father God, we just ask in Jesus' name that you watch over our listeners, Lord God. I ask that you would provide for them, strengthen them, lead them, guide them, give them ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church at this hour. Father God, may we not become slowful. May we not become timid or, or, or fearful. But, Father God, you cause us to be uh, uh, more than conquerors. Bold in our bold in our uh, pursuit of righteousness, Father God, that we're not afraid to back, and we will not back down from the enemy, but we will stand for what is right, and we will proclaim your gospel everywhere you send us. And we we'll ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Okay, amen. but thank you all so very much for joining us this week. Please consider coming back uh, next Tuesday, and we'll finish this conversation. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. I enjoyed it. Amen. And I hope that it was good. I see that we had some conversation there too. So see y'all next week. Bye bye.
Bye-bye.